everyone to another episode of Four Layer Takes. Today we will be, we will be reviewing season four, episode six of Insecure, called Low Key Done. Yes, I don't know Deep. about the doneness of things, but that was the name of the episode. I'm your girl Kim. Oh, it's me, me, me. <laughs> it's your girl Mel. It's your boy Marcus, aka George. I knew you were gonna be George. <laughs> At first I said, is he going to be Ice or is he going to be George? <laughs> no, nah, got to be George. Got to be George. <laughs> he said, thank you, Ice. I, I fell out. <laughs> okay, Ice. Well, this, this episode, I didn't feel like a lot really happened. It was a, definitely, a, definitely a filler, but it just I didn't feel like it moved the story along very much. But it did have a lot of funny characters and, and situations. Yeah, I didn't realize until it had ended, like, it was just, like, really Issa and then, like, cameos from other people. Well, it was Self-Care Sunday. Yeah, but Self-Care Sunday usually involves Molly, you know. But it hadn't for a while. They had stopped doing it for a while. Yeah, I guess the last one was when they went on a little hike. That was it. Didn't a lot of, a lot did not happen in this um episode. It was really it was very there was this was a very low key episode. Um so we kind of start it's the day after the block party and Issa is, you know, she's woken up and she's kind of replaying that fight with Molly in her head, which I think all of us have done. You like re, you know, you replay arguments and fights like, damn, I should have said this. Oh no. man, I could have said that. Um, me mad because I come up with the best. The best clapbacks when my ass ain't even around now. I mean, that's always how it be. That's always how it is. Yes. And you can't call them up and be like, and another thing, because then you're just too, that's just too much. But I think that's a little bit too petty. <laughs> now, now, sometimes I have called back and been like, and hey, one more thing. Because <laughs> I got to get this off. It's like, if you don't get off my goddamn phone, I'll be like, block, block. <laughs> and oh another thing. And then I might hang up after I say my thing, but. <laughs> so we see her kind of going through um the argument in her mind and she's kind of really focusing on molly calling her a liar and calling her a user that's kind of like you see that it's kind of weighing her weighing on her a little bit so then she decides uh to get up and she gets her cell phone and everybody's leaving her voicemails like and that's what everybody does anyway like oh you know oh man i what happened last night? What happened? If you talk to Molly, oh girl, I heard this. Like, so everybody's kind of leaving her voicemails about the event and about Molly. Her brother's like, why didn't you, mom calling me talking about why didn't you invite her to the block party? Yeah. And then people checking in. Uh, and she kind of talks a little bit uh, to the mirror Issa is what I call her. Mean Issa or mirror Issa. Issa. And she was like, damn, I should, you know, I need to go ahead and, apl- and apologize to Molly. And mirror Issa like, bitch, no, like you always apologizing. You should not have to apologize to her. She needs to apologize to you. So I, I feel like understanding much more about that relationship with her asking for advice from herself in the, the mirror, Issa, the me, Issa. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of get that. And I wish they would do a little bit more of that. Um, but I liked how they uh, showed that evolution of that mirror, Issa, um, in this episode. Did you all agree with mirror, Issa, that Molly should reach out or? I think Molly should reach out. Molly ass was dead wrong. Yeah. Molly. It's on Molly. And Molly, and my thing, I mean, I think we're pretty much all team Issa, but Molly came to her event and, and acted out. So that's where if you know that you came to somebody's event and then fuck that event up at the end with your silliness and childish behavior, like the first thing you should be doing the next day is calling her and apologizing. Like Molly should have picked up that phone 
um, even if she, even if it wasn't even a, necessarily a sincere, sincere apology, she knows she was in the wrong for the way that event ended. And that wasn't, that wasn't okay. So yeah, no, I agree with Mira Issa a hundred percent. Now I was, gonna, I was gonna say I did run across somebody on my timeline that said they went back and rewatched season one of uh, Insecure, and they were finally kind of starting to see Molly's point of view on things. Mm. And I was like, mm. maybe I need to go back because I, I, I don't see it. But whatever. Okay. It's not that Molly doesn't have a point of view. Is that mm. it's how Molly is communicating it and how in her behavior and how she's responding. Yeah, exactly. She, she yeah. No, Issa stayed needing a favor, but Molly, that was not the time of the situation for mm-hmm. her outburst. Yeah, hundred. I agree, hundred percent. And it was it was a childish outburst at that. Um, but I I I do want really want to go back and rewatch um, season one. I only watched the first episode, and I remember how much I hated Lawrence. But I do need to go back and watch the whole thing uh, to, to see because we're gonna see. Because I, I need to get to where my, what Molly was saying in that fight. I need that to make sense to me still. So. So then Issa gets up and she goes to the kitchen. She's trying to get herself together. And Nathan calls. I was like, here we go with this dude again. Like, oh, leave us alone. Um, He's just like checking on her. How you doing? I know this wasn't how you wanted things to end. You know, last night. I'm sorry about that. Issa asked him, you know, you know, you know, I didn't use you. So she's kind of now her confidence is kind of shaking. And she's really listening to the words that Molly was saying, like, you know, I didn't use you, you know, to get to Vince. But in my notes, I could, but you did, though. You know, I'm not she saying didn't, in a bad though. Way, but I'm not, and I'm not saying in a bad way, because I would have done that. Sorry. I would have done it. <laughs> but I, when she was feeling that way, but now I was like, but you did use him. But no, you used him for good? Yes, she did. She, she did 100%. No. Use, to me, using someone means that you have an intention to do something malicious. You're mm-hmm. being manipulative. That's mm-hmm. not what happened. She simply just asked the man for a favor. Me mm-hmm. asking for help doesn't make me a user. I just need some help. You 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 need some somebody. You need to use that person to get what you want. <laughs> no, you don't. If you, you male, do. <laughs> male, if you ask me for a favor, like, hey, Kim, uh-huh. can you do X, Y, and Z? Is yes. that you using me? Yes. Yeah, I'm using you to get what or I need. Is that you, or is that you just needing some help? You just asking for a favor. They're, they're the same thing, they're but I'm not, I'm not doing it in a malicious it's way. It's not the same It's the thing. intent. Right. It's the intent behind it. But you're still using a person to get what you need. At the end of the day, that doesn't change. But we're using user in, as a negative word, a negative connotation as to it. But her yes. intention was not to be malicious. Her intention was mm-hmm. not to manipulate. Therefore, she's not a user. How Molly mm-hmm. was making it seem is like, you're a user. You stay needing something. You stay trying Me. manipulating people and go, you mm-hmm. stay doing that i i That's the reason i say that yes she used him because if she did not use him in the way that i'm thinking of it not necessarily malicious in intentionally malicious in using but she did because if she did not use him then the first thing she would have done that morning was give him a call and thank him Thank you so much for being so nice to, you know, go and get Vince for me. I really appreciate it. She could have sent a thank you card. There's a lot that she could have done. That is why I said, yes, she did use him. He called her. She didn't call him. And I don't think she, she may have told him. Thank you. Up the phone she, and like, oh my gosh, you're so great. Thank you so much. So much, so much. No, she was sitting there in her feelings about using people. Cause that's what she do. <laughs> she may have, she may have thanked him in another way. But Issa is not the type to send anybody some a, a bouquet of 
flowers. Thank you. You're so. Do you think any of those vendors she sent out a uh, like? Maybe she did. We didn't see it. She sent out some. Thank you so much for doing this for us. Da, 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 da. That that's not even in her. I that's mean, something Condola would do. Nah, that's you gotta be business. She needs to thank her vendors and anybody who, if she's being professional. I I think that's completely yes. different than uh. Nathan, but I need to get back to the point that Nathan owed her ass anyway. Whoa, <laughs> thank no. you, man. Thank you, Mimi. <laughs> Mimi. Thank you. It's, it's and I don't know why Mel is so hung up on hating this man. He owed her. He, he didn't use her. No, yes. if anything, Issa didn't thank Nathan in the way that he needed to be thanked. And how was We're that? We're not going there with how you, that? I'm George. Not gonna, I'm, gonna I'm not going to belabor it. I'm not going to belabor it. I'll move on. You won't, Georgie Corgi. How was that, no, Donald, no, no. Donald Jr.? That's your, that's your AKA this show. AKA Donald Trump Jr. You, you know that if uh, you hook them up with Vince Stables, they'll let you do anything you want to. Ew. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the fuck you sound like. Ew. She can I thank him. Oh, man. But she, I, been, she been thanking him. She was thanking him all up and down that damn um, Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Everywhere, it's like <laughs> old hug. He been, she been thanking him. She thanked him in advance. <laughs> yeah, she thanked him in advance. Exactly. Do you think that can work? I, I, we have a Ferris wheel here in Atlanta. Like, but can people see you? Um, yes, people can see. You haven't been on the Ferris wheel? No, I haven't been. It's a tourist trap because they, it, they, it costs too much money for that. But uh, well, I always get it on Groupon. You know, that's special for us. The VIP one is blacked out. Okay. But the way that it goes around, yeah, you can't do that. It is like you don't have enough time. Um, <laughs> never mind. I mean, you could do some other things, but doing all what Issa and, and Nathan was doing, nah, you yeah, can't you can't do all that. that. Well, y'all trying to catch a charge, man. Ch- chill, chill. <laughs> I might it's hard to that. The, that VIP one, I didn't do the VIP one. How much is that? About $150? Because the other one about $25. <laughs> nah, it's, it's $40. It's $40. Well, well, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Okay, we digress. Sorry, guys. It's been, really, it's been rough on me <laughs> it, being a single person in this pandemic. It's been rough. <laughs> Lisa, so Issa, uh, you know, talks to Nathan or whatever. And, you know, he's like, oh, it's my birthday. And I, I miss my birthday, blah, blah, blah. So happy birthday. I hope I didn't use you. He was like, no, you didn't use me. Um, you know, I'm happy to help you. So they hang up the phone and she decides to, you know, go out and do her self-care, you know, Sunday, which I'm happy about because she should do that for herself. She had a really rough day and this is what she needs to get back to herself. She goes to the grocery store to pick up some wine and there was a lady there and she kind of needed help. She was pregnant and she's kind of like, going down the aisle, asking people to help her pay for her groceries. It's something I've never seen before, but Issa was like, oh, I'll help you, you know, come over here. And so she puts her stuff down and the bill comes to be like 150 and some change. And she keeps her card, get, keeps getting declined, like all the credit cards. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so terrible. And the poor pregnant lady was like, you know, it was okay. You know, you tried to help me, but this is getting very sad. Like, right. thank you, but no, thank you. You know what? this storyline doesn't make sense though? Because... What? Later in the episode, she had to pay for food. How did she do did that? She, I, I thought, thought she, she ditched it. I thought she dashed. I thought she ran out of the restaurant. They didn't show it. So we have, um, so the, the pregnant lady was like, you know, it was, thank you for even trying, but you know, I know you don't have the money, so don't worry about it. 
Then she tried to do something else really nice and help this guy named, this old man named George, who he missed the bus. He's like running down the street and she's like, oh man, I'm going to help this guy. And Mira Issa being like, do not put this old man in this car. Do not help him. Like, she's like, oh no, we're going to help. And George ends up driving, having her ride around. He is nothing but shenanigans and uh, <laughs> jokes and talking crazy. And he kind of talks about uh, his friend group and how they, they used to be real tight, but they fell apart. You know, it's like, that's just, you know, that just happens. You know, your crew will fall apart. Something always happens. I'm like, Ooh, oh, goodness. She probably didn't need that right there. Yeah. But George was really, he was really, really funny. That was like some good comedy. Nah, George, George and Kelly got to be related somehow, man. <laughs> oh no that may have been a lot of stuff but he he was really i think i feel like kelly probably um or natasha probably wrote his lines for him because that's how perfect it was yes yes but she's one of the head writers he showed up at his son's house and his son was like dad like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well, when he, he hadn't had... seen him in a while or he didn't know, know. Was or what that was what that surprise was about I don't know. I wish I'd have known uh, because when he opened that picture, he just had a picture of the house and I'm like, he wouldn't give her the address. Just talking about go down La Brea and I'm like, where, where are you trying to go? But that was, that was, that was funny. <laughs> his son did not, he, and his son did not look, look pleased to see him. Issa um, right. drops poor George off at, you know, the son's house. He's not poor. He's a, he's a, a user because he had too much going on. So she drops him off and goes to her um, uh, sip and paint class and she has her big, it's a jug of wine. I'm like, is she really carrying around a jug of wine around town? Who can, where is this jug at? I've never seen this jug in real oh, life. So. Oh, Huckleberry Finn face head ass. <laughs> <It was> hilarious. <laughs> you can get the whole town. You can get all of LA drunk off that. So she goes to the, the, she doesn't, of course she's there by herself. So she finds, uh, sees an open seat and these young ladies are, um, a group of friends are having kind of like a little bachelorette party, which I was like the lamest bachelorette party should I ever saw. And Kyla Pratt is the lady that's getting married. I was like, oh my gosh, proud family. I like it. Um, so she was like, is this seat open? They invite her and they're kind of talking and having a fun time. And she shares her, her jug of wine with them um so they just kind of get to know each other you can tell like she you know that's when you when you're around other people and not your friends or another friend group you kind of miss your friend a little bit more it was cute like it started off really cute so i mean y'all like go and sit down and like just hang out with people like that if i was solo i i mean mm -hmm. i have i mean if i was solo and mm -hmm. uh, you sit next to somebody and start like vibing yeah i have and i met a whole new group of friends from mm -hmm. that sit down and the friends that I was with when I met them, we're not even friends anymore. So <laughs> it works out. But my thing is, you're right. What a lame uh, bachelorette party. I said, who comes to LA to sit and paint? What was the rest that, of the that itinerary? Been, that might have just been the preliminaries. Yeah, I said, what was on the rest of the itinerary? They yeah. had to have done other things other than the sit I don't think that's a bad preliminary if you're going to do other stuff than the rest of the night. If you're just getting started, that's pre-gaming. Awesome. Yeah, I've been not like that was it was lame as fuck to me. I'm like, I used to go to bachelor parties in Vegas, so I'm just like, what is what y'all doing over here? I mean, I just like uh you could sip and paint in, in Baltimore. You don't have to go sip and paint in <laughs> LA or Maryland or wherever they were from. PG County. They probably have all the sip and paints. Why do you have to come to LA to Inglewood to do this? I'm confused. It was bizarre. I don't know. But I did like to see, I liked that Kyla Pratt uh, made a, a nice appearance there. So they yeah. are having their, you know, little bachelorette party and 
Issa, um, you know, they leave to go out after the sip and paint and they invite her along to go down the, down the street to get a drink at this restaurant. And like at the table, she, they're like, oh, what do you do? You know, you're, you're, you're from, it, from LA, you probably see all these celebrities, you know, she's like, well, my job kind of lets me, you know, I see some celebrities and meet them through my job. And so she kind of is talking about what she does and she doesn't have really a title for it because what she, I mean, what she's doing is, is experiential marketing, but she's kind of talking through the block party and what that meant and the different celebrities that were there. And they seem very impressed and excited um, about it, which I like that. It was kind of like a, a glow up moment for Issa. So I like that a lot. Cause I was like, you can talk about what you do and hopefully we can get some business cards saying what you do. What was hopefully. her title? What was yeah. Title? What did you say? She, what kind of marketing? So she, what she's she really doing she is a cultural uh, curator. Yeah. That's yeah. What she said she was. That's what she, yeah. Cultural oh. curator. What she was doing is experiential marketing. So how do you take a product to market and, and touch people with it? If the field that she would go into it, that's what it would be. I love how she said cultural. I mean, that's what she, that's what she was doing. Um, and she did a great job. You know, definitely we had a fun time at the block right till the end. So they get up and she goes to the bathroom with one of the girls and she's kind of talking through like where to find all the, guys, the different guys in LA and the girl goes silent on her. So she goes out and checks at the table and they have basically ditched her with the check. So they did a, a, a was it dine and ditch? Is that what you called it? Ditch and dine? Dine and dash. Dine and dash. And this but is can we go back to that bathroom conversation? Because uh -huh. the way she described the men in each area from my limited experience of LA uh -huh. it was dead on I was like really? this is accurate a hundred percent I didn't date when I lived in LA so I couldn't I didn't have anything to compare it to that was it was cute the way she was talking about it was really cute so this is a part of their batch their lame ass bachelorette party scavenger hunt is that they had to basically find somebody and be mean to them and leave them with a check which is so stupid um so she uh, get you know we we said that we didn't see her pay I assume that she ran out. That's what I would have done. I wouldn't have paid that bill. So I'd been like, here, you know, I left that little that little paper folded up and left it right on that check because I wouldn't pay for all that good people. Because I know that bill in LA had to be about $300 for drinks, nibbles in LA. So she um, gets in the car, she goes around the corner and she sees them and she gets out and then she takes her painting and bops this girl over the head with it and they're yelling and, and she was like, welcome to LA, you idiot, you bitch, blah, blah, blah being angry and come to find out that was just um her imagination she wished that she had done that and she saw them walking down the street i yeah. wish she had done that i wish she had done that too three girls from you know dc probably would have beat her up but i'm saying. just saying she wasn't gonna go out on three but uh dmv cheeks like that yeah no like, they oh. weren't yeah they weren't gonna do anything they, they were could have taken yeah they were lame but Issa ain't shown any propensity at all. Issa ain't shown me that she gonna whip Molly by herself. She oh, ain't gonna whip off on chicks by themselves. Now Molly would have definitely won that fight for sure. She would have watched her. <laughs> no, Molly can fight. She gonna take that wig off and whoop your ass. I know that. Right. So Issa's, you know, she's just basically had kind of a shit day at this point. It's supposed to be self-care and it definitely was the opposite of that. So she gets on the phone and she calls her mom and uh, she just goes over and talks to her mom. I was so nervous when she got on the phone. So I was like, is she about to call who we know she really wanted to call? I was like, is she about to call Lauren's ass? Please don't right. call him. That's really what I thought it was going to be until her mom opened the door. So I thought it was Nathan. You thought it was Nathan? I thought it was Nathan. Oh, I, I kind of thought it was Nathan, but Lawrence has been weirdly absent the last two episodes to me. Yeah, the way that they're shooting this season um, is is odd to me. And I think because a lot of people have different projects that they're working on, like in real life. 
but that yeah it was strange but then being being gone especially after the news from the night before um so she calls her mom and she goes over and they basically have a heart to heart uh her mom basically is telling her you know you're you're just entering a new season of your life and you know through that you know when you grow up you have growing pains things like that happen and she was like but at, at 30 you know you had two kids you had you know, a husband, a household to take care of, you know, you were doing these great things. And she was like, I didn't want that for my life. You know, she was like, I didn't want that. I didn't want y'all ass. She was like, I want I had other plans. Y'all just popped up. Y'all were mistakes. And I was like, damn, she said that so legit. I was like, Ooh. she she does not do she does not do soft speak very well. But but you know, it just, you know, it shows that in different we think that what somebody else has gone through is better maybe than what we've gone through or easier or that's what they wanted where, you know, everybody's on their own path and you can't always compare our, we can't compare ourselves to other people. You know, we are on our own journey. And that's what her mom was trying to get her to understand. She was like, I envy you, you know, having all these passions and things that you want to do and that you're going to go after it. Like that's something I wish I could have done. And um, I just, I thought that was a, a really cute, uh, really cute moment. I like that that happened. Um, and I, I was like, this episode really should have been called like low key seasons. Cause she is moving into a new season in her life where maybe it's not including her best friend anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and again, I just want to shout out Wendy Raquel Robinson. Yeah. She did a good job. Except that it was a big old wig. That wig was so big. Aging like fine wine. <laughs> She's beautiful. Um, then they had like a look, you know, they brought them, uh, Ashy twins up again. I'm like, How, can we see the twins? Cause I really want to see them. Like, no, we don't want to see Keisha with alopecia. I want to see Keisha with alopecia. Hilarious. I want to see her. I want to see who their father is. Who's gonna play their father? That's what I want to see because they don't resemble uh, her at all. So <laughs> I'm just like, who are they gonna get to play the dad if if we get to meet him? Cedric yeah. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's gonna be African. Remember, she's half. African. Yeah, they're half African. True. But I don't know that this is based off of Issa's real experience i feel like they said that though i feel like it's been somewhere in the story half african yeah hopefully, i feel like it's we'll, somewhere in there yeah hopefully we'll get um a christmas episode we get to see dad as well so mm-hmm. we'll see then um so she leaves the her mom's house and she's uh walking outside and she gets a call from kelly it's like kelly been trying to blow her phone up all day texting leaving voicemails and Kelly's basically like, you, you know, I want you to start, like, communicate with Molly, you know, y'all can work, are y'all gonna, y'all just try to fix it. Like, if you just sit down together, I'm sure you can work it out. I'm sure you can fix it. When I was going through it, uh, what's the, what's the other girl's name? Tiffany. Tiffany. She was like, you know, we just had to sit down. We were going through it. So can you guys just fix it, please? So, you know, Issa was like, I'm not calling her. She can call me. Like, so she's standing, standing, standing her ground. And I'm like, I'm really happy she did that. Um, Issa gets back to her house and she sits down and she's kind of going through the Facebook post and she's like, you know, let me start replying to these people because overall they had really good, you know, they had positive information on, online. People were giving positive feedback about the block party. Like, how can I find this or how can I find that? Shouting out the vendors. So when she started replying, I'm like, that's what you do. You know, you have to go back and work on those social media posts and try to get, you know, the, the vibe up and guys get ready for the next one. We coming back again, you know? So it was, it was a really nice way for her to be like, you know, I had a terrible day. This is what I probably should have been doing at the very beginning of the day. And so that was really nice. And so it kind of brought her attitude back up and she was like, Oh, okay. I I got it. I'm good. So she cleaned her, you know, cleaning the house up, cleaning out the refrigerator. Like she's just feeling much better about herself. And then 
she was like, oh, I'm ready to, you know, give me some food. And we go back to our Ethiopian place um, that she and Molly go to quite often over the seasons. We've seen them celebrate birthdays and different things there. She gets to the door and she sees Molly is sitting down eating, you know, eating dinner. And she kind of, and this is my favorite part of the entire episode. Like she looked in the mirror at Issa, mirror Issa, mean Issa. And nothing, she didn't say anything back to her. She didn't give her any advice. Like, you have to make your own decision. Like, this is you. It's on you. you go, it's going to be on you to open this door or not open this door. It's going to be on you to, to go to her and apologize or not. Or you walk the fuck away. And she decided to walk away and go back to the car. She didn't She didn't engage. What would you have done? What would y'all have done? I don't went and got my food. I, I was about to say, I don't know. Because if it was yeah. Desta, like, Desta's my favorite Ethiopian spot. I ain't about to miss out on my desk. I've been like, I would have went in there and got my order and be like, acting like I ain't. If, if we made eye contact, and I'm like, oh, hey. And I got my food and left. You's not about to fuck up my lamb tips over no petty shit. This <laughs> <laughs> is my block party. I'm going to get these lamb tips, okay? Period. <laughs> Period. I, I Kim, would have walked in and ordered my food and ignored Molly. Yeah. But I understand Issa is not at a place where she's ready to be there. So it was best for her to get in the car, wait for Molly to leave, and then go and order her food once Molly's gone. What irritated me is Molly is sitting there looking at her phone. And if you're looking at her phone, that means you could call Issa and apologize. But she ain't doing that. No, no Molly ain't calling yeah. Issa. She's she not about to call that girl and apologize. Not, not, not the day after, because she should did that shit in the morning, if that was the case, if she was going to do it. I don't see Molly apologize. I just no. don't see Molly apologizing ever. I'm trying to think of a time in any season that Molly's apologized for any shit Molly has done. No. That's- Molly didn't apologize to her dad for being rude to him. She didn't apologize to uh, Dre's wife, which maybe that didn't necessarily deserve an apology. I don't know. I mean, I think the she, only- she- she apologized, she didn't apologize to, to, to the um, man Andrew. at the job. Yeah, yeah, Andrew's the only person she's apologized to. I don't. I would. Yeah, I would have went and got my food. I wouldn't. Really, I wouldn't have engaged. Um, then I just left and went back home. You know, it probably. I probably would have. You know, still been feeling bad. But I'm like, I'm still. I'm not because it doesn't make sense that you let somebody again. Like what Mimi said, you're not gonna run me away from a restaurant that I enjoy and food that I enjoy. So I did that and went on to the house. That was my favorite part of the episode. I'm like, yes, you are now moving into a season. You don't have to be anybody's punching bag. You don't have to be anybody's mat to walk over. Yeah, she needs to make the apology. She came to your event and she showed her ass and it was not okay. And that's the thing. Not enough people put Molly in her place to let her know it's not okay. Like what her brother did. Yes, you got to confront a person like Molly. Let me put you into this kitchen and tell you being an asshole to your own daddy. You know, like that's, that's what you have to do to people like her. Um, she's a very strong personality. I loved it. I love that Issa, I love that Mira Issa didn't say shit. Right. Yeah, I guess that's why I didn't appreciate Kelly calling her, asking mm-hmm. her, has she called Molly? Um, yeah. No, Kelly. Yeah. Again, I'm always, I, I think I've said this, or I said this earlier this season, is that um, Molly is the Tony, I mean, she's the Tony. Well, yeah. Between those two, in, in many ways, Tiffany is kind of Tony-ish. But between those two, she's definitely the Tony. And I just kind of feel like Issa may be the Joan, always apologizing. And at a certain point, you're like, uh, nah. I mean, that's that. We this is another telling of girlfriends. This is, but this is 
how you move and learn in adult relationships. There is a point in time, especially if you've known someone for a very long time and you have that history where you guys kind of get into that, that cycle of, yeah, we fall out. I'm gonna go apologize. Like, yeah, she should not have made that rap out and told everybody she had a broken pussy. You know, that's not, not necessarily a nice thing to do, but she didn't do it. And she didn't do it to be me. But it was fun. And she didn't out. And she didn't out Molly. She no, she didn't out Molly. No, she didn't out Molly. She didn't say Molly with the broken pussy. That shit was funny though. So yeah, <laughs> you just have to, and it's, I can say it's when, and that's why I love like, yes, we enter different seasons of our lives and she's entering to that. It's yeah, you in your thirties, you're 30 years old. It's time to grow the fuck up. I don't, I don't know if y'all remember, but a couple episodes ago, I asked the question, are women ever really friends? Mm-hmm. Do y'all want, do y'all want to resubmit that answer? No. <laughs> no, Marcus. I, I do not. <laughs> our answer, we, can, we check with our mirror selves and they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can be friends. We can ask the same question to you. Can guys actually be friends? Because y'all never get into real deep conversations. The, you know the, 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 men, the men in my life that I truly call friends, we have deep conversations about like, if if this one man is like not taking care of his kid, we call him out on that. I mean, if he's cheating on his wife or his spouse, we call him out on that. Like that. Okay. I mean, those are the type of men I'm keeping in my life. Okay. So I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm trying to hold the people in my circle accountable. Okay. You women hold people accountable. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. They hold you accountable. Your daddy, your mama, your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my best friend sent me to therapy. She don't like when I say that, but really what it was, was she's my friend. She was holding me accountable. She put a mirror to my face and was mm-hmm. like, if you want something to be different, then what are you going to do about it? Like, mm-hmm. you can't continue along this path if you want something else. So mm-hmm. what you going to do? And I was like, well, it's some things that I just don't really want to even know if I even want to talk about. Like, I don't even know if I want to address those things in order to get what I want. And she was like, well, if you don't, then you're definitely not going to get it. So what you going to do? Yeah. So the next day I called the therapist. I stand yeah, I, yeah, no, I mean it it but but it's that's people, period, not just women. I'm like the strongest societies, the most successful societies are built on the black backs of women because oh, they, they form strong relationships yep. and strong bonds. It's it's just people. And you and our again, like what we're watching right now is an adult relationship taking a new t- changing. You know, and that's what that's what has to happen. And you can't you can't take everybody with you. That's the reality of the situation. You right. can't. My close close friends are people I've known for probably 10, 10 years plus. But I do I have close relationships with people that I've known for 20, 20 plus years, you know, and not a lot of people have that. It takes being away or having that distance sometimes for people to grow. And then maybe yes. you come back later on after you've self-reflected and reevaluate things and be like, you know what? I couldn't see it then, but now that I've stepped away, I was dead ass wrong. And you know, blah, 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 blah. So growth. Growth. But the question is, do Molly and Issa have it in them to grow? I don't know if Molly has it in her. I, I don't know if Issa does either. But. I think that they are both kind of growing now and that's where the tension is exactly. because they keep looking at each other through the lens of their older selves and expecting the old shit from each other, but they're both kind of going through a season of change. Mm-hmm. I think they both need to step away from each other a little bit for, for a little while. 
this is what I heard yesterday on a podcast, and it just it just touched my spirit in a way. Relationships are like fire, and they need air in order for it to grow. If you smother the fire, you smother the relationship. Now it's like that's so true. Especially mm-hmm. you know if you're with somebody right now in this quarantine phase and you can't get away from them yeah you need air the relationship needs air to grow you yeah. can't smother it and that's what i think molly and Issa need they just need some air because that fire of that friendship is out if it needs to be relit or if it needs a little air but i know that's why for the longest i was like my idea marriage would be two separate homes <laughs> so when i say Listen. that people act like i'm crazy so i you I'm know like, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to see anybody in my entire life every day. Like no <laughs> one. And I know that's why maybe God ain't giving me no husband, but I don't want to see any, like, I, I don't get it. And people look at me like I'm crazy, but I'm like, I don't, I just, that's not something that I ever would want. I think two homes is great. Or at least some, one of us travels. Your main house in a little pit of tear somewhere, or, you know, where you can both go or you traveling a lot. Yeah, I'm like, I would do, I would do well with like a pilot or somebody that, or, or me traveling, you know, like that, that's the kind of relationship I think, because I need to miss someone. I feel smothered if somebody, if I just, I'm like, damn, you gonna go back to the same house I go to? You come here every day like I come here every day? Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we both come here together? Uh-uh. Not every day. <laughs> both y'all roll up at the same time. Y'all look at each other like, what you doing? What you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna back right on out the driveway like, okay, reverse. You up here, goddamn. It, there there are some days like that but part of it is just being an adult and telling mm-hmm. somebody what your boundaries are telling somebody yes. what you need and creating yeah. your own relationship like mm-hmm. your relationship is not going to be like anybody else's relationship yes. so the tradition yeah. of somebody thinking that you got to live in the same house if that ain't what y'all want to do don't do that do what you yeah. want to do yeah i love it I know that a lot of older women, um, and we getting off topic, but I, I remember reading several articles and shit over the summer about how older women, that's ideal for them. That's what, like, widows or divorce. Um, but they were saying a lot of the men don't want to do that. <laughs> but most of the women are like, nah, you good at your, you stay, you stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> Come visit me and then you go on back to where you need to go. You stay over there. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, that's it for the show. It was, I say, it was a, it was a, didn't have a lot going on. We got, we had some fun new side characters, but I'm thinking a lot of other people in the show, our regular cast probably had, you know, other projects that they had to, you know, go film and come back for. Yeah. So next week is a Molly episode. Her and her and Andrew go on vacation with Andrew's friends or family or whomever. And I think that I think Jay Ellis directs next week's episode. I wish they would have merged this episode with next week's episode. He yeah, we could have got them both out the way. Because it's not a lot. And, I, and one of my friends, she um, she watches the show as well, <gasps> and she texts me, and I was like, "Well, how? What are you thinking about it?" And she was like, "I just am, I'm just waiting for something to happen." So I think that's kind of where I am. I'm like, it's a lot of side stuff, but not a lot of happening, and a lot of moving the story forward. Um, I feel yeah. is is not happening so we'll see all right everybody thanks all right bye, bye. deuces <laughs> <laughs>